verse 13, 14, and 15. So let's get started. The first chapter, chapter 13, was what if I say no and they stop liking me? Wow. This is a chapter I definitely need. Um, People pleasing, I don't know. Have you ever been there? Have you learned yet that it is impossible to please everyone? Well, it is. It's impossible to please everyone. On page 159, Lisa wrote a quote that I really liked. It said, if the person you are trying so hard not to disappoint will be displeased by a no, they will eventually be displeased by your yes. I don't know if you've tried to people please before, but one, there's so many people to please, right? And if you do one thing to please one person and you do another thing to please somebody else, you're not pleasing somebody, right? So somebody is always going to be disappointed. But then the other thing is, is that eventually, even if you say yes and you're trying to please just one person, you're going to fail. And eventually they aren't going to like you for something. Eventually, they'll be disappointed even if you do say yes. So it becomes our responsibility to sort out who are we going to please. And really, there's only one person to please. And I think you know who it is. It's God. Okay? We can try and please our husbands. We can try and make our families happy. But really, at the end of life... The people that we need to be, um, the person that we need to be pleasing the most is God. So while we need to be respectful to other people, God's the only one who counts. You won't ever be able to keep up with unrealistic. Unrealistic demands lead to undercurrents of failure. And this goes even for yourself. Have you ever had unrealistic um demands on yourself and then you end up feeling like a failure I've definitely been there um sometimes it's trying to please other people but sometimes it's even just pleasing ourselves like I said again um the only person we're here to please needs to be God and sometimes I fall into bed and I'm disappointed in myself I didn't like how it went I've ran out of time. I didn't get everything done on my list, but really if I let myself go and ask God and say, God, what are you thinking about me right now? What are you thinking about me today? Did I do okay in your book? Then I don't have to have failure because I'm pretty sure that the to-do list, God is not real, um, you know, doesn't really need the to-do list completely done. So we need to kind of think about who are we trying to please and is it working? And then we need to think about, you know, is this relationship that we're in, the, this person that we're trying to please, is it even something that we should be in? Um, challenge yourself to be honest about what's really going in, going on. Uh, if somebody is is asking you, asking requests of you and stuff, <clears throat> is, is it really a relationship that could, that should keep going forward? Or is, do you maybe need to push on the brakes a little bit? And on page 167, she kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, 
The sooner we can make peace with the facts that we can't please everyone and that some people will never be pleased no matter what we do, the sooner we can be freed from the elephant sitting on our air hose. And she talked about the elephant. But we'll have all the oxygen and all the energy to simply and generously love. After all, love, real love, is the very best yes. And when we're doing things for people not to please them, but when we're doing things because we love Jesus and we're there to please him, then we can truly love other people. And that that is our best yes. So moving on to chapter 14. It's called, A Best Yes is Seen by Those Who Choose to See It. Um... She talked in this one about we want big directional signs from God. You know, we just want like God to say, this is the way you should walk. This is what you should do. And really, God just wants us to pay attention. He wants us to pay attention to the little people in our life, the big people in our life. He wants to pay us, us to pay attention in the stores. He just wants us to pay attention. And when we pay attention, we're going to find our next step. We're going to find the next person who needs encouraged. Sometimes we um, have to say no because we have another best yes. And she talked about that too. Um, when When we're paying attention to the things around us, we can see what is our best yes in this, in this exact moment. And then we can then say no to other things. And we've already talked about saying no a lot. But I want to read this little bit that she wrote on page 175 about Bob, that Bob Goff said in um, Love Does. It says, let me tell you what I do when I don't know what to do. I move my dreams down the road. I usually try to figure out what the next step is and then do that. I know it sounds simple, too formulaic. It seems like there must be more to it, but there isn't. For most of us, that next step is as easy as picking up the phone, sending an email, writing a letter, buying a plane ticket, or just showing up. After that, things start happening, things that perhaps have God fingerprints on them. You'll know which ones to do and which ones not to do. Pick up the ones to do. So, I just love that. And it comes from being paying attention. It really comes from paying attention. It comes from just looking around and just doing the next thing. Um, it, and it's not always going to be something big. It's not always going to be something big. Refuse to get tangled up. Sometimes I feel like we stop doing anything because we think we have to be perfect at it or we, it has to be, it has to be we have to make the right decision or something like that. Um, rather than getting tangled up and held back by what you don't know, just take the next right step. And it's just going to be something very little. And, and a lot of it is going to be from being just present, just being, just looking around and seeing what, what is next, you know? Just staying focused on what is right in front of us and saying yes to the things that we should and saying no to the things that we shouldn't. So the um, question that I had for that one is, do you, talking about being present, 
Do you find it hard to be present? You know, we have phones and it's so easy to get distracted by everything, but pick a time of day during breakfast, an hour after your kids get home, mealtime with the family, the grocery store, and just pick a time and just be present. What do you see there? Are there any best yeses there? When we take our eyes off our phone and we think about and we watch what's going on, we might find some best yeses there. So something to think about this week. Chapter 15, the thrill of an unrushed yes. This kind of goes in on what chapter 14 was talking about. It talking about just calm, just being present. Um, but the thrill of an unrushed yes. She was talking about some things that she does with her husband. Just every single day they just do this. You know, relationships can complicate things, but they also have the power to force us into a simpler rhythm. And that's what she was talking about with her husband. Just a simple rhythm of say, picking yes and saying yes to him every morning and helping him pick out his tie was, was just a simple rhythm that um, is, was just a best yes for every day. And then she talked about a favorite sweater that she had that... Um, you know, when you take out a little piece of a sweater and it starts unraveling, she was just saying that that is, you know, you just get one little snag and the whole thing can unravel. And the thrill of an unrushed yes is really slowing down to take care of those snags in our relationships to make sure that we're not letting a little snag ruin our relationship. A lot of this happens in conversation. You know, if we're rushing and we're rushing and we're rushing and we're not taking time to think about what is our best yes and what, like slowing down and looking at what is going on around us, there is so much that we can say flippantly or without even thinking and just make our whole relationship unravel just with stupid silly words right she had a paragraph in here on page 189 where do we find an unrushed yes she said we make it you know it'd be so much nicer if we could just go to the store and buy it and once and for all we know it but no we have to make this we have to make this decision make time for relationships by thinking about them when we're scheduling our lives louis giglio says whenever you say say yes to something there is less of you for something else. Make sure your yes is worth the less. And I, this is on page 189, and I want to say it again. Whenever you say yes to something, there is less of you for something else. Make sure your yes is worth the less. Wow. When we say yes to being on that committee, or we say yes to that job, or we say yes to being the homeroom mom, or we say yes to any number of things, we're really saying no to something else. Is the something else that's getting less of us, is it worth that? Is it worth taking our time up for something else? 
Whenever you say yes to something, there's less of you for something else. Make sure your yes is worth the less. And that kind of goes into the reflection question I had for you last week. Get smart with who you spend your time with. Get smart with who, where you spend your time at. And protect and strengthen the things that you really want to say yes to. Protect and strengthen your best yes. So that's it for this week. We will see you next week for our very last meetup.